0: So, what, man,
1: should just jump in the bath now, yeah? Ooh. Ooh. Wicked. Yes. How's my sound? Yeah, it sounds nice, bro. It sounds nice. What, can you hear me?
0: Everything
1: black, yeah? Hello. Hello. Welcome to the Top hop. You've tuned in to episode number two. If this is your first time, welcome. If this is your second time, welcome back. If you're wondering what this podcast is about, this is about exploring the relationship between people and the word help. How often we ask for help, why we ask for help, and I guess more importantly, how does helping make us feel? Have a listen. Let me know what you think. This week we caught up with a really good friend of mine, man like Pete Asante. I'm not gonna tell you what he does or why he does it. I'm just gonna tell you to listen. See you soon. Testing, testing, one, two, one, two, one, two. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever it is you are and whatever time it is, welcome to the second episode of the Top Hot. I am your host, Corey Wharton Malcolm, aka BitBeefy, and this week we are joined by a very good friend of mine, P. So, P, are you
0: there? I'm here, bro, I'm here, I'm here.
1: Blessings, blessings, blessings. Now, I know who you are, P. but I want the rest of the world to know exactly who you are. So, why are you in
0: the tub? Because, uh, you said to me, P, do you want to chat? And I'm in, in the tub, and I said, yeah, sure. So I trust you, you know, I'm in the, all right, there you go, I'm in the tub because I trust you.
1: Oh, I love that. Now, so now we've established you're in the tub
0: because you trust me,
1: you hear that, people. I want you to, to tell everyone who you are and what it is that you do.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Hi, my name is Pierre Santi. I am a freelance advertising creative. I'm the co-founder of a swimming club called Swim Lem Crew, and I have a fruit business at Mixing Music.
1: Look at this, Don. Now, last week, on my first podcast, I made the mistake of presuming that everybody knew what BTGYYZ was and who Run them Crew were, and all those sorts of things. So you just said that you were a freelance advertiser, but you also co-founded something called Swim Dem Crew. So could yep. you tell our listeners what Swim Dem Crew is?
0: Yeah, so Swim Dem Crew, are a community swimming club, essentially. Um, well, we are a swim clubs. What we do, but we kind of believe in the power of community. Um, and Nathaniel and I, who's my business partner and best friend, uh, best friend before business partner, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah. Nathaniel and I first actually met, um, with Emily, who was one of the co-founders as well. Uh, we first met in, through Rundem really, you know, through just being in and around the Shoreditch area, the Shoreditch scene, um, partying, running and hanging out. And that's kind of how we met. And, you know, Rundin was such a big part of our life. We just called ourselves that as an ode to Random, you know.
1: Wicked man! And how long were you running with Random group for before you started Swindom?
0: Ooh, great question! Um, <laughs> I want to say two and a bit years, maybe three years. Between two, between two and three years, I would say. Maybe less. Maybe I'm overshooting it because we started Swindom in 2013. So yeah, probably about a, two years. Let's say two years now if i
1: remember rightly you and a couple of other people actually taught me how to swim am i right Pete?
0: yeah yeah we did we did we did we did we need to get you back in the water man we need to get you back in the water i was looking at some of them pictures the other day actually bruv can you you please
1: tell the people that are listening how scared was i of that water
0: yeah so the 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 kind of the um the time that corey's referring to or bitby's referring to is uh, 2015 where we did a learn to swim project with some swim teachers and Ayo Akinwari who's an ex-Blue Peter presenter and we took a group of non-swimmers um taught them to swim and then they went and took on a, a mile open water challenge in um, Manchester, Salford Keys, and yeah just as doing that in part of doing that there's obviously you've got to train and get yourself ready and practice and yeah we took Beefy and, and the rest of the crew down to uh, West Reservoir I was in Stoke And yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you see, you're laughing at
1: their memories. I uh, thought I was gonna die, Pete. I thought I was gonna die. I was wandering about in that water, there was bird poo all over the place. I thought I was gonna go blind, like, from swallowing some of that poo. I was like, how can I swim in water
0: that, like, I can't see anything? And Yeah, yeah, it's not the cleanest. Back. It's not the cleanest. Yeah, it's not the cleanest in there, but yeah, we, we, we love it, we love it. It's good for us. How long have you and been am glad. I'm glad I'm you got to experience it. Um, <laughs> How long have I been swimming for? Uh, six years, seven years. Wow.
1: Wow. So wow. you've only been swimming for six or seven years and you have managed to set up this dope community teaching like, people such as myself
0: to to swim when you only learned yourself a couple of years ago, that's amazing. Yeah, Yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah, you you kind of touched on it there. So how I even got into swimming was that, um, yeah, I actually, you know, like I mentioned earlier, running was a big part of my life. So I used to run loads, um, you know, more half marathons than I've had hot dinners, you know what I mean? Cheers. Yeah, (laughs) I was running loads. And then uh, one year in particular, I was running half marathon a month, got injured, and um yeah the physio you know went to physiotherapy and all this physiotherapy said hey you're gonna have to swim to help rehabilitation i didn't know how to swim but you know my desire to run was just so strong i was like i'll do whatever it takes so yeah i just chucked myself into my local baths in, in um forest hill and that time it just it did just finished renovating it so it was about a year new you know
1: mm-hmm. and
0: um so it was nice and fresh so the experience was beautiful so yeah i was just in the water every single day you know just um teaching myself essentially yeah Bro, so you didn't take any kind of swimming lessons or no, like any, nothing? Nothing, no swimming lessons. You know, the only swimming lessons I took was when I was about 13 years old, 14 years old. Mm-hmm. And my mum tried to put me and my sister in swimming lessons in waterfront in Woolwich. Yeah. And um, <laughs> yeah, the thing is, the lesson that you put us in was like, you know, level one. And these people that are on level one are probably like five years old. And yes. Me and my sister were towering over everyone, the water's in our ankles, and we just felt so embarrassed. <laughs> and we said, oh, we're never going back there again. And that was it. That was the end of that. I only just went for fun and you know, I didn't, I didn't really actually know how to swim. I was never taught.
1: Um, now, based on everything that you've, you've said, you, you have helped a lot of people, and a lot of people have, have, have helped you on the way. And that's what this lovely yeah. little podcast of, of mine is all about. So yeah. That kind of, I'd love, I'd love to ask you, P, Like, can you tell us a time that you
0: either asked for help or the most recent time that you asked for help? You know what? Um, so this is one of my flaws, actually. I'm not really uh-huh. good at asking for help.
1: Did you say one yeah. of your flaws is that you don't ask for help, P?
0: Yeah, I'm not good at it. I don't know why. I just don't really. I just like to crack on, you know. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> <just like> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just crack on, mate. You know, because then, because it's a it's a bad mentality, yeah. Because then you just you think, right, I can just do this, but you can't do everything yourself, you know. So I suppose, all right, yeah, okay. A time I've asked for help is um, I needed uh, or I need a logo and some branding done, Uh so I'd ask someone for help for that. Obviously, it's a paid, but I suppose that's a way of asking for help, isn't it?
1: Yes, that is most definitely a way for asking for help. And why, yeah. why, do you, why do you think you don't like asking for help? As in, you said that you, you, you kind of just crack on. And what's interesting yeah. is I've, I've spoken to, to quite a few people and one of the questions that was posed to me yesterday were like, well, what are you going to do if you speak to somebody who doesn't ask for help? As like your podcast is all about asking for help. Like, what are you going to yeah. do if so, so this is perfect? So,
0: like, yeah. why don't you ask for help? Like, what do you think will happen? Do you know what it is? Why I don't I ask for help? Um, I don't like relying on anybody. You know? I don't like to rely on anybody. Because if anything goes wrong or anything or all that, then there's no one to I don't want to point the finger or blame anybody. I'm not that's not my swag. So I think that's part of it. I think that's part of it. And maybe, maybe, maybe. Like, there's a deep rooted thing where you don't want to show vulnerability, maybe. I don't know, but I, I don't know if that one's true, but I'm gonna say that one as well because Maybe there's that, maybe that's deep rooted. I don't know.
1: Have you, could be. Have, have, like, have you, has anyone ever let you down with regards to asking for help? As in, like, have, have you approached someone and said, or not even approached someone, have you ever asked, like, for help and someone has said, yeah, I'm on it, I'm on it, or I'll do it, I'll do it, or I'll have it done, and they've let you down?
0: Yeah, I think, yeah, that, on a, on a, on a maybe on a, on a, on a base level of, like, Working stuff, you know, when you're mm. doing work and stuff like that, so yeah, definitely. Um, and then, on that aspect of it, and then going like, back I'm not to the... a personal thing because I wouldn't let them do you know
1: what I mean? <laughs> so, then, so that's what I was just about to go back to. You said that you, you wouldn't let them, so where's like what's the, the concern with being vulnerable? in front of other people
0: or showing that you're vulnerable
1: as in do I, think, you think uh, I think it's
0: less yeah i think it's less about the vulnerability maybe there's but i, I think there might be like if it was a pie chart there might be like 10 percent <laughs> of that or 15 percent of that uh-huh. um and then the, the rest is yeah you, you just kind of want to you, you don't you just don't want to get let down you know so you're just like i'll crack on yeah and which is a negative way to think i know but uh, it's just i'm kind of stuck with it no, but why do you think you're stuck with it? Because honestly, honestly, like, mm-hmm. I mean, look, if I get into a corner, I do ask for help. I'm not some weird guy that sits in a <laughs> bashing his head against the wall. You know what I mean? Like, there's certain things I will ask for help for if I get, but I guess they're more practical things like moving a desk or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> or, or there's a bit of code that you don't know. So you ask yeah. a friend who's into computing or something like that. But if it's something where it's like you've really got to rely on someone for something that is like outside of those things, mm-hmm. nah. Nah. Yeah. That's
1: I, I I wanna I wanna explore I wanna explore more more, more of this because it's really interesting. Yeah. You said outside of like practical stuff like moving desks. I'm not really <laughs> asking anybody but anything. So then if you could like you could you can tell you can tell me to clear off and we can cut this piece out. But what I'm really interested in is what do you like what's in the other box as in so if in this box. Is like practical stuff, like moving desks, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. What's in What's in the other box? I don't know. Maybe, maybe
0: like, I guess, maybe like, maybe, maybe like health, health, maybe finance, maybe Uh, um, relationships, maybe, uh, maybe. um, So
1: if so, if you're going like, I'm obviously anything personal, basically. So um, if 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 you have anything with I don't know like a friend or a significant other, there's no time at all that you would just like phone a friend and be like, "Boom, ah, like my, my missus has vexed me." Or yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: But yeah, yeah. right, okay. you know what I mean? There's only yeah. one. There's only one or two people you could do that with. with you know what I'm saying? Cool. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: I, I think the thing. I think there's a misconception about me. This is the thing. There's a misconception <laughs> about me. Yeah, that oh, he's this guy. He's so outward facing. He's all this, all that, all that. But secretly, I'm just quite a private guy and I like it like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there's not so much like I'm just going to be like, you know, oh, if he's got better friends. No, not really. Like, yeah, acquaintances. But to, to open that other box or to go and ask anybody for help from that other box, there's only one or two people that I'm going to ask or speak to. You see what I'm saying? Wicked. Yeah, Wicked. man. As, 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 as long as you're getting that help, bruv. Which. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I know. I made it sound so dramatic before.
1: So, like, <laughs> no, because you made it sound like you don't ask no one for
0: anything. Okay, sorry, sorry, okay. sorry, sorry, sorry. I should have reframed that. Um, but yeah, there's probably like, one or two people that I would ask for that personal side, yeah, in really? that box. But then if you're talking practical things like tables, yeah, yeah, anyone. Anyway, no, no, no.
1: <laughs> and then, so do people come to you and ask for help? Oh my God, brother. Like, you wouldn't believe me. <laughs> So how often, how often does this happen without blowing
0: people up? I think a lot, but do you know what it is as well? I'm not really mad at it because I think that's, that's my superpower, you know? I think that that's what God gave me and that's what the universe gave me. My superpower is yes. to kind of help people, empower people, enrich people, motivate people, all of these things. So I can't really moan about it because that's my superpower. So if that's my superpower, <laughs> I, I love you, man. It, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And
1: how long have you yeah. had this
0: superpower for, Pete? Uh, Longer than I know, I think I think I've always had it for life, you know But I just didn't know how to harness it You know what I mean? (laughs) I didn't know how to harness it And I think it's only in the last Seven years I've really noticed it You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, Like, during swim them, all of this stuff And, you know, relationships And, you know, people that you might meet And, you know, you're meeting them at a certain stage in their life Mm -hmm. And then, you know I'm not saying I'm Superman or I'm God or whatever But you might give them what they, that little bit of energy they need to get to yeah. where they're going, you know? And that's it. That's my job's done. And then, so then, what do you, like, not
1: what do you get in return? Like, I hope You're this just, question doesn't sound weird. But then, what do you get in return? As in, hard, how does, hard, how so does helping people make you feel?
0: Well, it is, it is a thankless job, obviously, sometimes, as they say. <laughs> but... But uh, it gives me energy. Seeing somebody, okay, let's say someone comes to me. Uh, this is sound like I'm such a wanker, but you're not being a narcissist, yeah, I promise. But Boy. let's just say someone comes into my life or whatever, and their light is not shining bright or whatever, yeah? Uh huh. And then they realize their potential or whatever, and their light shines bright and they do what they're doing. Uh huh. That's enough for me. Right? <laughs> because I get joy out of that. I get joy out of someone pursuing what they love doing or whatever or something you know what i mean it could even be Are their, you activated like their, their life. yeah but then that makes me sound like some narcissistical prick like it's <laughs> just not that you know what i mean it's just that is just the facts of life sometimes you know
1: and then but what do you okay so then that that gratitude or that feeling of like that feeling of fulfillment mm-hmm. does that
0: does that fuel more goodness, or... Yeah, 100%, 100%. If I see that, okay, even it could be even something that's teaching someone to swim, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if I could see that that person is dedicated to it, and then they go on to be a sick swimmer, I'm happy, because then they're going to spread that same, that same energy and same joy. They're charged now, so they're going to go and spread that. you get it? They're going to go and spread that, and then that spreads and that spreads, so I'm happy. You know what I mean? It just starts with one little thing. It could be anything. Someone's in a job or whatever, and they're like, oh, no, 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 P, I see you doing this. I'm going to try and do this, and they do it, and then they're flourishing in that. I'm happy. Well done. What we're talking about here,
1: people, is legacy.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it gives me energy. That gives me energy. You know, when I see people doing it, I get gas, man. I'm like, yes, man. You know, oh, yes, you're doing that thing, what you said you was going to do, man. I'm rooting for you. You know, I'm the biggest cheerleader. Everyone knows that. I'm the biggest cheerleader. I really want people to do what they want to do and what they love. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and, I, you know, there's all these silly quotes floating around Instagram and all this shit or whatever, but I truly believe that. Like, that's what I believe. Like, if you can, if you can, just do what makes you happy, man. And I just like to see people happy because I'm happy. So I like to see other people happy. Do you have anything else that you would like to share with the people then, Pete? Um, yeah, check out my fruit delivery business, TrapfruitsLondon.com.
1: <laughs> Is that your uh, business,
0: P? Yeah.
1: You know what, P? I'm, you, you work in advertising and marketing, yeah? Yeah. So you've been sending me that thing for how long and not
0: once have you said it was yours? I know, because that's not the type of guy I am. I'm not no. here for the glory. Bro, it's not about it. It's yeah.
1: not about the glory. It's not about the glory. It's I've already got a fruit man. Yeah. I've already got a fruit man who's my fruit man. So yeah. you forwarding that thing on to me, I thought yeah. you were being a brethren and forwarding, forwarding on right, somebody okay, else's okay. thing.
0: Yeah, I know. It. I can see what So had you like said that, to me, "Ah, oh, core,
1: cool. this is my new business venture, or this is this new thing that
0: I've got, I would have bought the fruit regardless. I know. Do you know what? And people have been saying that to me. People have been saying, P, why don't you say it's yours? Why don't you say it's yours? But do you know what it is? I never really felt comfortable with it because I just thought, P, just crack on. Just crack on, you know? Because I think, this whole Instagram and everything like that, everyone wants to do everything before they've done the work, you know? Oh yeah, look at me, look what I'm doing, look what I'm doing. But I'm, I'm from the old school, you know what I mean? So I'm just like, just crack on, just crack on, P. And when it's time, it's time, you know what I mean? But people have been saying to me, P, but people buy into people and people like you, so Rough. you need to let people know it's your team. So I'm warming up to it, I'm warming up to that, so... That's yeah, so what people, people
1: buy into. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what people buy into. Like my brethren messaged me the other day and like the, the title of the message was, my missus is doing, I, from then, I didn't care what the rest of the message was. Yeah. Like from when you yeah. say this is important to me, I'm supporting it. As long as it's
0: ethical, as long as it's, ethical, <laughs> as long as it's yeah, doing yeah, good, yeah. like I'm supporting it. Yeah, I do. I've learned that one. So I have learned people do want that. So that's why I, I need to let people know and say, hey, by the way, this is my fruit business. But I'm not quite there yet. I'm almost there to let people know. You know, I just want to get all my ducks in a row and make everything nice. You know.
1: And what sort of fruit can 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 people get from this business of yours?
0: What have you got? Okay, so we got. So it it, it um it depends on the seasons. So it is seasonal. But you'll always have in there. You'll always have mangoes in there. You'll always have bananas in there. Um, we've got red seeded grapes. So you know. We used to have seedless, but the people then told us they want the seeded ones, So we got the seeded one. <laughs> it's because they want to teeth the seeds and plant their own grapes, bro. Yeah, probably. But, you know, we learn, but we were learning on the job. So we learned actually that, you know, the ones that are seedless ones, they're rubbish anyway. And they're the GMO ones anyway. So uh. we learn that, you know, we're learning that on a job. Um, and then what else have we got in there? Uh, you know, your tangerines, you've got, sometimes you'll have a custard apple in there. It's just out of season, you know. So the custard <laughs> apple is just out of season. So I've switched out for, um, Granadilla, so we've got granadilla in there, which is like a passion fruit. Uh, and then we've got pineapple in there. And um, you can buy plantain bolt on as well. You can buy bolt on plantain. Hold on, you can buy what, mate? But plantain, plantain. What uh, is plantain? Ah, oh, shut up, You about plantain? <laughs> shut up. What is
1: plantain? Right, you see, this, it, is, is, this, is going, this is going up on Instagram because I want a vote on this.
0: Is it plantain or plantain? Well, listen, whatever you call it, we got it, you know? You. we got it. Um, we used to do papaya as well before, but then that went out of season. Uh, so, yeah, that's it, really. So, it's it's nice because, you know, if, if there's a sliding scale of, like, you know, the kind of, like, niche um, exotic fruits on one end of the scale mm-hmm. and then you're kind of bland, you know, bog-standard apples, pears, bananas... <laughs> On one end of the scale, I said bland, box standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not going to name any names or anything like that. We're trying to be in the middle, you know. We're trying yeah. to be in that sweet middle where you kind of get a bit, the best of both. So you kind of get the bland stuff that you, you know. Let's let's call it. Let's not call it bland. Let's call it like, um, you know, your base. That base. You kind of get the base, but then we want to give you a little treat as well. A little exotic treat. You know what I mean? So what's been nice for me is that a lot of people who've been buying boxes from us. Their first experience of eating a custard apple is with us. Yes. That is invaluable to me. That is invaluable to me. So that's what I'm chasing. That's what I love, you know? So there's always going to be one exotic fruit in there of some sort, you know? It doesn't have to be too exotic, but there's going to be one in there that it's like, okay, this might be my first time trying it. Do you know what I mean?
1: So once again, you're helping more people, but this time it's to taste fruit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hoping I'm hoping about hopefully live live a better, healthier life. Do you know what someone said to me today? Someone what? said to me today, "Oh, yeah, man, I don't really buy fruit. I can't believe this. I have never even eat fruit, but since I've been buying it from you, I've been eating fruit. and My fruit intake's been going up. Imagine that's that. Healthy lifestyle. Yeah, man. So that's it, really. And I feel it just it's, it makes sense for me as well. You know what I mean? It's not nothing too left or field of who I am and what I do. So yeah. How, like, how long have you been into fruit?
1: Like, when, where did this this business venture come from? Oh,
0: okay, great question, great question, great, great question. Okay, so one thing you need to know about me, which you probably already know, is that I've got quite an addictive personality, right? (laughs) And so, yeah, when I get into something,
1: and I get myself
0: into it, that's it, I'm just on it, I'm on it. And that's kind of how the swimming thing started for me. Like I said, I was in the pool every single day. It became an, an obsession. And then to the point that now I've got a swimming club and a business, you know? So Jeez. similar similar sort of thing with fruit is that I, uh, this time last year, or from January up until like March or April, I uh, practiced veganism last year. And oh. um, in doing that, I was discovering new fruits and veg and all of these things. And I came across custard apple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I came across custard apple. I tasted it for the first time. Uh, my mind was blown because i got a sweet tooth anyway. So mm. I tasted it, I was like, wow, this is amazing. What is this? Done a little bit of research. Then I went to Jamaica, saw, and then I tasted sour soursop. I was like, okay, cool. Then I, I was just in, involved, you know, from there, I was, I was in <laughs> from there. So, and if else anybody that follows me or speaks to me, you could see I was banging that custard apple for the whole year, you yeah. know? So I was going buying custard apple, custard apple, wherever I could find it, you know? I was buying it from the man in Peckham for five pounds, you know, for <laughs> one custard apple. Yeah. So I was buying custard apple like that. My friend said to me, RP, man, why don't you just buy a crate? Why are you just buying it one, one, one like that? I said, really? Okay. <laughs> <'Cause> he, <laughs> he started, started buying a crate. crates. Yeah. So he took me to buy the crate and then that was, essentially, that was the start really, you know? Duh. we just, We just started there. So and that then, was what? December of last year.
1: And what's your favorite fruit pee for the people there?
0: My favorite fruit has to be the custard apple because I'm <laughs> gonna be taking and I love it.
1: So right, why do yeah. you think some men are uncomfortable with being in a bath for a podcast?
0: <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say this. This is my answer for me, Pia Santi, yeah?
1: Good. Right. <laughs> I said Pia yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I'm not talking video, I'm just talking about being in the bath.
0: I don't know, I guess, I don't really have baths, so I'm not really a bath kind of guy, yeah, that's not my vibe. I've, I, I mean, and there's nothing wrong with baths, by the way, sometimes I do like a bath with the Epsom C salts and light a candle and all that, but <laughs> I, honestly, I've got candles here, like a wild mint and a uh, white tea one. Um, wow. I, um, I like to just shower quickly, in and out, you know what I mean? I'm not even trying. I don't really see the bathroom as a relaxation space for me, even though it is. Does that say something about your lifestyle, Pete? Yeah, it does. It does. But I'm learning. I'm learning. Because of COVID, you know, it's made me realise the things that are important and slowing down. You don't always have to be busy, busy, busy. Or you can be busy, but you just got to be busy in bursts. You know, you don't always have to be at 100 miles all the time. So I'm learning that. So maybe I might take more baths after this, you know? Um, but why do we feel uncomfortable? I don't know. Um, I mean, I'm quite liking it, I'm quite enjoying it, uh, but I guess do you know why? Maybe because then you this is it now. This is the you got to go to the base level of vulnerability, you know. You're naked in a bath, hey, you you've so that started be, to
1: understand now, Pete.
0: Yeah, yeah, that might be a bit too much for some people, you know. Yeah, but it's not too much for me. I mean, the video was a bit much for me, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but,
1: no, because but, I know you guys uh, can't see this just for you yes. listening. Um, when I did the first podcast last week, myself and Hector, um, we, we were both like video cam on just in the bath, talking to each other, full-blown mm. conversation. But the, the other people who are going to be appearing on the show in the next couple of weeks, they have chosen to black out their videos, which is uh, why I asked the
0: question. Cool, I've got a question for you. Cool, Where do you get your energy from? Because you are the busiest man on planet Earth. So <laughs> if I say, Corey, you want to go for lunch? You go, oh, let me check my diary, bruv. Or I say, Corey, you want to go for a walk? Oh, I've got the Zuko, I've got this, I've got that. Oh, Corey, you want to do this? You are the busiest man on planet Earth. You are, you know, when everyone goes for a run, they listen to your voice. You know, when everyone wants to do a workout, they do the workout of you, obviously. RIP that institution, but you know you were doing great workouts over there. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed nice to say RIP that institution. <laughs> uh, ministry
1: does fitness, I know
0: you it. Oh yeah, ministry. okay, yeah, I can say Yeah, yeah, can yeah, you Minnesota can say fitness.
1: it, but but I might I might call that put the, the, the podcast RIP the institution.
0: Yeah, exactly. So you've got bags and bags and bags and energy. And I think for me. Part of the thing is, obviously, I don't drink, not obviously, but part of the thing is I don't drink alcohol, number mm-hmm. one. So I think a lot of my energy does come from that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, I think I was just an energetic person anyway. So I can't even say, I can't actually say, I, I can't attribute it to a certain things. It's actually yeah. just how I was born, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I've always been chatty, I've always been energetic, mm-hmm. I've always had it. But um, for someone like you... What do you do as being the busiest person in the world? First of all, how do you have your energy? Where do you get your energy from? And what do you do to recharge? Um,
1: Like, lots of people don't know this about me. Only a few people do. And there are probably people who know me really well who will listen to this that will laugh. I'm actually an introvert, Pete. I, like, I love... Thank you. Like, bro, I love chilling i love relaxing by myself i love relaxing with my missus i love being away from people but yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm i'm like i i get my energy from other people and same. Like, i pull my energy from anything like from absolutely anything like if i were to to describe like what i was like i'd say i was self-conducting and i know that sounds stupid and dumb but what i mean is as long as i can go back somewhere and recharge like i can plug in anywhere i can plug in anywhere as long as as long as i've got like that cave or that safe space or that happy place that i can go to and recharge i'm cool so i get my energy from my thoughts from my memories from the internet from my friends from anything that i see like i can walk into a room and be like Look at how that brown bag is folded up on the floor in the corner with the piece of fluff hanging off the side. I'm inspired. And then go and do something stupid. But then yes, there man. are other times where like, I really, really like need, you know, like our Superman, when he's mash up, he has to fly to the sun. Like I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, I'm, I'm, once again, I'm not Superman, but I'm, I need to find a sun somewhere. And that is my cave, as in, I can't just survive out there by myself. Like, I do get drained, and there are times when I'm in public spaces and public places where, like, somewhere right at the back of my head, I retreat, like, back to old Corey, which is, ah, there are so many people here, run and hide! Go and hide! Yeah. And, bro, that's what I used to do, like, loads of. So when I first started on this, whatever this journey is, I used to get invited to go and talk like at places or like speak at boardrooms or like, be a keynote speaker somewhere on, on a subject that I was into at a particular point in time. And at some of these places, bro, if I was on at 5 o'clock, I was in the toilet until 4.59 just so I didn't have to talk exactly. to anybody.
0: Exactly. So thank and you very then, much.
1: At like 4.59, I'd be like, whoosh. Okay, hi. And then I'd do my little dance. I'd act. My heart would be thumping, but no one would know that my heart was thumping. Nobody would know. And then I'd slip off and be like, oh, bye, bye. And then I'd walk out the room and I would sigh, uh, like a, a sigh of relief. I'd be like, rah, thank God that is over. Let me go and see my friends now, because now I need to, I need to soak up um, like, the energy that I've just lost or I need to go back to my cave. And, like, yes. as the years passed, like, that hiding, it like, I, I didn't hide as much or I acknowledged that this hiding thing was a little bit ridiculous and if I wanted to arrive at the destination that I hoped I would, I've got to stop hiding.
0: Yeah, yeah. I hear that. I'm very, very similar to you. I'm exactly the same, you know? I love my own space, and that is it. I think I'm just an introverted extrovert, and I do love my own space. I love coming here. I live on my own. Just chill out, recharge. Then when I'm ready to go out and give myself to the world, I go out and give myself to the world, you know what I mean? Because the minute yeah. I leave the door, that's it. I've got to give myself to the world. So yeah. as soon as I come in and shut the door, I can shut the world off, and then it's me, you know?
1: So do you think that pee at home is different to pee outside? Ooh. <laughs> that's not a trick no, question. Go ahead.
0: Uh-huh. No, I was saying yeah, that's, no, that's not a trick question. question. No, but it's interesting because I wouldn't say I'm different, mm-hmm. but P indoors, uh-huh. He's not he's not really on a hype, you know what I mean? But I wouldn't yeah. say P outside's on a hype either. Mm-hmm. But P outside gets excited because there's other people and there's everything, and it's the possibility. As soon as my eyes are oh my God, brand new day, new possibilities, great, you know. And that's kind of what what I'm like. So as soon as I get out of the door, I'm like, oh my God, new possibilities, amazing, the whole world, a new chapter, a new page, great. (laughs) Um, But actually, when I'm indoors, I just shut the book, you know. (laughs) I just shut the book and just relax, light a candle, listen to music, chill out, decompress, recharge, you know what I mean? Um, and now we've we well, started
1: to 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 wander down this road. How is it difficult for people to pull you out of there?
0: This is you're... the problem. Oh my <laughs> god! I'm glad you said that, because people are starting to say, "Oh P, you're homebody." So my mates yeah. will say, "You're homebody," or they'll say, "Match of the day game," because I'm not coming out. I'm just sitting at home watching a match of the day. I don't really go out. I'm not coming out yet. So those mm-hmm. are the two things I used to get. So I I I I, I did used to think to myself, P don't get too comfortable being alone because then when it's time to have somebody in your space and open your world up to somebody, mm-hmm. you might find yourself in some pit holes. You know what I mean? You might but find you... yourself in some hot water. So don't get too, too comfortable being on your own because when somebody does come into your space, it might be problematic. So that's the only thing I'm battling with, with in my head right now.
1: So during, during this lockdown, yeah. have you... Once again, tell me to clear off. Have yeah, you have you yearned? Maybe yearned is the wrong word. That sounds too dramatic. But have you have you wanted company during the the pandemic?
0: Yes or no. Yes or no. You know, um, I've been lucky enough to have had work. So, like I mentioned at the top of conversation, I work in advertising, freelance, creative. Um, so I was lucky enough to have a job up until just like three weeks ago. You know, yeah. and then alongside that job, I was starting to. The fruit business was accelerating anyway. So yeah. I had things to keep me occupied. So it was just like it was normal anyway, you know? Yeah. It was just that I was just working from my desk at home. But I had things to keep me occupied. Um, so there was only moments where I'd be like, oh, it would be nice to share this something with somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but that would usually happen around like food or something. Like that. Huh? Um, <laughs> or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or something, you know, it's, it, I guess, it is, obviously, it's nice to share something with somebody, you know, and memories and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I luckily, I, luckily, I, I haven't felt that, that lonely, you know what I mean?
1: Okay.
0: I, I would say maybe like 20%, 30%, tops, tops. So um, I'm, I'm lucky in that aspect of it, but I'm not, I, I am acknowledging it, I'm not ignoring it.
1: Okay.
0: As long as you're asking for help, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> I'll always ask for help, man. Listen, I'll always ask for help. This is what I say to my friends as well because that 30% obviously means something. So, to those close people, the one or two people, I might say, Listen, by the way, uh, that 30% is concerning me. So, you know, you know what I mean? And then we might have a conversation about that.
1: Yeah. Thank you very much for joining me in the tub. Is there anything else? that you would like to say just before we close? The message to Um, the people then from P,
0: and then we're out. My message to the people is stay safe, man. Stay safe, Um, stay safe, Uh, be happy what you do what you love and love what you're doing. Oh, yeah. Do what you love. (laughs) Say that again loud and clear. Do what you love and love what you're doing. Boom. That is my message to everybody.
1: And with that, Pete, we'd like to thank you for for joining us on the show. Uh, Ladies and gents, this is the outro. Peace. Thank you very much for listening. What did you think of that one? What did I pick up this week? Hmm. Final thoughts. Be busy in bursts. And don't be afraid to tell people that it's yours as that's what people buy into. People buy into you. So don't be afraid to scream and shout about what it is that you're doing. And don't be afraid to tell people that you are amazing. Be kind to yourself. Have baths. Take time out, look after your friends, check in on each other. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.